Hello. Welcome to this episode of the Hacker Culture Podcast. I'm your host, J.R. Swab. You can find me online pretty much everywhere at J-R-S-W-A-B. That includes Twitter, that includes Mastodon.xyz, that includes Keybase, that includes Gab.ai, that includes... Uh, what else am I on? A lot of things. Steemit. I'm on Steemit. I'm on uh, other platforms. And basically, if you want to find me, just try- look for those words. So today, we're talking about decentralization again. We had talked about decentralization a good deal in the past, actually. And uh, so if you if you haven't listened to a bunch of those podcasts, you might, might want to check them out. Because they uh, they have a unique perspective on some things that I don't think are talked about enough uh, in, in the space of technology, especially because of blockchain technology. So you'll see a lot of things uh, that I've talked about aren't blockchain-based decentralization, but they're still decentralization nonetheless. And it doesn't matter how it's done, in my opinion, it just needs to be done. Uh, so check out those past podcasts. There's things like uh, the search engines, there's um, mesh networking, all kinds of good stuff. Uh, even secure, the most recent one I did was Secure Scuttlebutt. And that's a non-blockchain decentralization of a social media type aspect. Pretty cool idea. Um, I want to use it for something, but I don't know what yet. Uh, so we'll, we'll, I'll, we'll figure that out someday. Uh, but today, I, want to, I actually do want to talk about something decentralization related to cryptocurrency. And this is a, a decentralized exchange, actually. And I think it was the first one. It's called BitShares. Now, BitShares is... Decentralized, as I said. So there's many ways to get into the BitShares network. You don't have to just necessarily use BitShares.org and their wallet or their downloaded app. You can actually use other sites as well that are running it also. So you have um, Open Ledger is a website that is a decentralized that is a BitShares decentralized exchange. It uses the BitShares platform, and you can you, you can trade and sell within that plat- that website. Um, so they're using BitShares.org. It's the same network, so it doesn't really make a difference if you do or not. Like, uh, there are some differences which we'll, I'll, I'll touch um, in, a, in a second because there's a new one I came across today. Not, well, I didn't come across today, but I started looking into it a little bit more deeper today. It's called RUDEX, which stands for the Russian Decentralized Exchange. <laughs> it's based in Russia. And, um, it's be- and, it, and the reason why I was looking into this is because I needed to... I'm looking for a way to con- conveniently convert uh, like Steam and other, and other tokens from their current form into something else. And typically I put it in the BitShares and then I'll use that BitShares to buy a a something else, like, you know, bit BitShares backed US dollar kind of deal or BitGold, which is like um, BitShares that are, is gold equivalency. So, you know, if you want, you there's always like this number of uh, BitShares because is worth this many this much uh like what the price of gold is i think it's in us dollars and they have one for silver and stuff like that too which is pretty cool i like that it's more a little bit more stabilized it's stabilized so if you want to you know put some money into trading and you know want to take some profits you can put it into bit usd or bit gold or bit silver or the bit pound for you british folks out there and there's probably a bit euro i think <coughs> So it's a good way to like move your money around. Uh, your I guess maybe it's more like your, your wealth more than your money, um, without having to actually take it out of that specific the out of the decentralized exchange. Um, and I 
I don't know how like what your country is and how the taxes work, so look into that because you might still have to pay taxes on that stuff, even though you're not really cashing out. You're just kind of converting it between one to another. Um, and that's what the first thing I realized when I first came across BitShares was what I thought was pretty cool. Not only is it decentralized, and the first one, as far as I'm aware, uh, there are more now, but the first ones that uh, existed, as far as I'm concerned, and the fact that I could easily take, say, um, I take, say, say I take some Bitcoin Cash, and I put, and I, uh, well, that's not a good example, because I don't know if there's, any, if there's a Bitcoin Cash equivalency on BitShares. Let's say I take some Steam that I earned from blogging, and I uh, put it into the Open Ledger. Um, you do, I, I do find that Open Ledger uh, BitShares portal doesn't have doesn't let you it's not as easy to get steam into that now um so rudex is the other option and that seems to be working okay they also expect a lot they also accept a lot of um more like newish tokens so there's a token called smoke which is a a fork of steam that is for the cannabis culture basically it's all about weed blogging essentially and um they you could you can actually import and export. I don't know what it's called, but you can like uh, withdraw and deposit your smoke tokens into Rudex directly. Same with Steam and same with uh, something else called Whale Shares, which is a newest, a newer one as well. It's another fork of Steam. Um, those, both those forks are trying to do things differently than what Steam Network is doing because uh, they, don't, they don't agree with what Steam, with the direction of Steam is going. So they exist. But these are two really new tokens that bitshares.org you're not going to find them on their on their portal uh, which is I don't I'm not really sure how that why that works but they're just not they're not surfacing that information and but you can on Rudex. So uh, but that also being said you got to be careful. You don't because you, you have to essentially trust the website you're using to get into the portal. You can only really trust the bitshares app uh, and that's if you make sure that it is the right app not malicious app so again this is like a money thing so it's good to be careful and, ex and extra uh, cautious in all you do but this is important this is important to to have this thing and now we have other ones out now I think there's one called Waves that exists which is a, a decentralized exchange which I thought was weird that people were like oh this is the this is amazing this is the next best thing and I'm just sitting here I'm like but Bishers already does that. Like why? Like I don't know. There's a lot of hype around waves when it first came out, and I didn't understand why, because it doesn't. It wasn't anything new. Like Bitshares has been doing it for years when that came out, so it was kind of strange to me. And I think there's a couple other as well. Others as well. I haven't used them. Um, I do know you can actually convert your Bitshares to waves on Open Ledger's portal on Bitshares. I don't know about the other two. I haven't. I haven't checked. Um, but something to look into. I did look into Waves. There's not as many currencies on Waves as there are on um, BitShares the, across the various uh, web portals that exist for it. And uh, But it's important because if we think about the past and how exchanges have been infamously the point of failure for cryptocurrency and not failure as in like oh the blockchain's dead like bitcoin never died right like but this people like let's call them the normies the normies don't really get it okay they don't when they think oh they they, they they'll see a headline that says bitcoin exchange hacked and they'll think oh bitcoin got hacked so it can't be safe oh uh, well that's not really the case because bitcoin didn't get hacked the exchange got hacked um, so 
these centralized exchanges are a target for attack, obviously. Um, and I said, of course I said hacked in that situation because that's what the media says. We all know better than that. We are. That's not what it is. It's called cracking. If you want to know more about the true meaning of hacker and uh, what people are called that are the ones breaking into systems and destroying things, check out a very early podcast where I go over Eric S. Raymond's uh, definition of hacker and what it means to be a true hacker. And this is what I, and after you read that, you probably will be like, oh, that makes sense. And if you're like me, you'll be like, holy cow, this guy is literally speaking to my soul. It's very pretty awesome. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. Anyway. Um, so they they hear these things like, oh, Bitcoin got hacked. Um, it's not safe anymore. But it was the exchanges. And the exchanges are a point of failure that we need to we need to really think about. Like we have so many exchanges out there and they're all decentral they're all centralized. The all the biggest ones are. And this is decentralization causes us to to rely on somebody. Somebody to have competence of securing a server. I mean Equifax didn't have the competence. What makes us think that some? I'm gonna use the term. I'm gonna use this term probably ignorantly, but uh, ragtag team of programmers out there. The reason why I say that is because I, I program. I'm a hacker because I just hack things together. I make things work. I I wouldn't trust myself building a centralized a centralized exchange and make it secure enough that I'd be positive the customers coming to my exchange wouldn't lose their money. I wouldn't have that kind of confidence. That's way too much pressure. So I don't think anybody is good enough to do it. And we see we see Equifax lo- lo- couldn't handle it. We see banks all the time end up losing their crap because it's just it's not it's not a perfect system. We can't per- we can't make a perfectly perfectly impenetrable system to do this kind of thing. And so having a decentralized exchange allows us to kind of diffuse that that honeypot, so to speak, right? So if you have some of your coins on Rudex, some of your coins on bitshares.org, some, some of your coins on Open Ledger, and why I say this is not because like they're holding them, but there are some tokens that it's a it's a specific token for that site. So um you might BTS as always BitShares. So if you see BTS USD, this is the BitShares uh, USD equivalency. Um, on Rudex, you'll see um, it'll say like Rudex dot. And this is actually if you're on a different site and you see a you see something that says Rudex dot Steam, that's saying this is the this is Rudex providing the Steam. Um, what what would I call it? Um, the, the Steam token on the BitShares platform. We'll, we'll sit like that. I don't exactly know how to say that that well. If you know a better way, please let me know. Um, and then you might be on Rudex and you, or BitShares.org and you might go try to look up Litecoin. You might type in LTC and you'll see open LTC and you're like, well, what's this? Why does it say open here? That's because Litecoin is being supported by OpenLedger, that specific site. And so even though you can access your, your tokens in from any any decentral, any of these exchanges or any of these portals to the BitShares exchange, it's not that if BitShares gets hacked or let's say it's a little bit different. Let's say if Rudex gets hacked, you won't be able to lose necessarily your Rudex fund, uh, your Open Ledger funds. As far as I understand it, now of course I don't understand it entirely because I didn't sit down and read, read all the source code. It's a lot of source code to read, so 
you know, if this isn't the case again, let me know. I would like to know. Because I think this is uh, very important. And all that being all that being said, all that being said, decentralization is important. We talk about this a lot in this podcast. And if we're think we're talking about money, and in in my opinion, cryptocurrency is a form of money. It is money. It's not money that I can go give to a normie and say, Hey, here some money, normie. Do do my thing or whatever. I can't expect that. It's not money in that sense, but it's still money by the classical definition of money. And so if I'm if I'm trusting my money somewhere, I'm trading it through. Now, granted, on central on centralized exchanges, I never actually leave my funds there. I oh, I put them in, trade, and I get out. And that's that's how people operate on exchanges, or they should operate on exchanges at least. Never leave your funds there. I don't care if it's Coinbase. I don't care if it's Bittrex. I don't care. Whatever. I think maybe it's a bit T Rex. I think it's probably what it's supposed to be called or whatever. It doesn't matter what it's, it doesn't matter which one you use. If it's centralized, your money needs to not stay there. Because then you have they're under risk of something like Mount Gox happening and, and you losing all of your funds. But with BitShares it's a little bit different. It's decentralized, it's robust. Um I've not heard of anything at least recently. Uh well, actually, I've not heard of any 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 instances with the BitShares exchanges uh, something bad going on, and if there has been an event, it's probably it would be just with one of the portals into the BitShares exchange, um, unless of course in the early days there was some fundamental flaw in BitShares that I don't know about. Very possible, but since I have been paying attention to BitShares, not the token but the exchange. I have been. Uh, I had not. I had not come across any any information that says this is not working and things keep failing. Um, there could be some issue where it's like, oh, if I'm using Open Ledger and now Open Ledger doesn't support Steam anymore, I think I find a different portal to, that does support Steam, so I can import uh, import. I can deposit my Steam into that portal, so that I can trade it into BitShares because BitShares is the underlying tech currency. Of the entire platform, so no matter what you have, no matter what portal, portal you have to use, let's say you like using BitShares.org's wallet um, to to do your transactions, you and, but you need to use Rudex to put your Steam into the BitShares platform. What you would, what I would do in this situation would be, I would go to Rudex, I would I would uh, deposit my Steam into Rudex, so I would have Rudex Rudex Steam, and then in Rudex I would just immediately go and convert that Steam to BitShares. And that way, I can use that BitShares on, on any platform, whatever I choose to use that day. Sometimes I have to, sometimes I have to use Open Ledger. Sometimes I have to use um, Rudex. Sometimes I just I can just use the uh, wallet.bitshares.org, uh, and that's the best way to go about it for me because I don't have to worry about oh I logged into the wrong one this time I have to go somewhere else now. Um, so yeah, that's that's BitShares. I think it's super important to decentralize, and I think. Of, of all things we could be decentralizing, um, this is one of the biggest ones. A decentralized cryptocurrency cryptocurrency exchange that's been around for years and works well. Like, it is, I don't think it's, uh, not, no, I know it's never, like, been bogged down. Um, the currency is just as fast, if not faster, than Steam. Steam is fast. It is built by the same guy who built Steam and who is currently building EOS. Um, and so his stuff always is predicated on being fast transactions and low fees or no fees. Um, so if you're going to, actually, if you're going to uh, do exchanges, using exchanges, it, it just costs a few, like, 
pieces of BitShares, so keep that in mind if you're using BitShares. But all exchanges I've ever used uh, take a fee, so the fee's so tiny, it doesn't even matter. It's like half a cent or something like that. Absolutely minuscule. But that's all I have to say today about BitShares. I am trying to do this on a weekly basis again. So my goal is every Monday have a new podcast out for you guys. Uh, Monday evening for me, this is EST, so those of you who you riding and working in the morning on Tuesday have something to listen to. If you have any topic ideas and you want to hear my opinion on something, feel free to message me on Keybase or message me on, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, message me on uh, XMPP, you can, uh, which is jrswab at hacker, hackerculture.us. You can also email me at that same address, and um, yeah, or you can send me, send me up, hit me up on Twitter, Mastodon, whatever. Just get in touch with me, however you feel most convenient, and uh, let me know. Be like, hey, I want to hear about this. Well, I'm gonna toss on this, and I'll give you my two cents after I read up on it. So, more than happy to do that for you guys. Looking forward to talking to you all again. We have XMPP, we have Keybase. Come on by, chat with us, have a good time. Until next time, guys. Stay nerdy.